What's that place you've always wanted to try? While you're there, sharing plates with just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Staying at a hotel is not the same thing as staying at the Fisher House. The Fisher House, I know, is a huge part of land recovery. For somebody like my husband, for them to know that their family members are being taken care of, that's a huge burden off of them. So they can concentrate on their therapies. Just having that assurance that no matter what, as long as we were there for Anson, that someone would be there to take care of us. It took so much weight off our shoulders. How can you help? Go to fisherhouse.org. Hello, Foos. What's up? Hello. It's episode 249. Welcome back and thank you for joining us once again for another foodtastic episode of the Food Bar Show. And we're back in Southern California doing this from Filthy Martini Studios. But before we get into any of that, Find a bunch of cool FUBAR Show merch at FUBARshow.com. Find tons of new merch items like totes, travel mugs, magnets, baby onesies, and t-shirts, and tons of new colors and styles, foos. Uh, Go to our merch page found at FUBARshow.com to check it all out. Next up, click on our link to uh, SoCal Rock Band, The Fallen Electric, at the bottom of FUBARshow.com for music, tour dates, and merch. On Saturday, October 30th, I will be at Canyon Inn in Yorba Linda, California, playing with the Fallen Electric from 9.30 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. Free to enter, 21 and over, and a full bar available for you to properly enjoy a Halloween evening with the Fallen Electric. It's going to be the Saturday of Halloween. Um, so check us out then. And lastly, Grass Store, everybody. We keep seeing those freaking credits come through. Thank you for the love. One of the best cannabis cannabis delivery services I've ever dealt with, bar none. They service LA, Orange County, and select parts of the Inland Empire. Go to foobarshow.com and click on our Grass Store banner, and first-time users get 30% off of their purchase. And now, without further ado, foos, 249. Here we go. The Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Fubar Show. Hey, what is up, everyone? I am Joe C. I'm Josh. And Jeff. Thank you all very much for listening into the Fubar Show. Thanks for hitting subscribe and remember to rate, review, and tell your friends like a champ. You can always get in touch with us and get our merch at foobarshow.com. That's F-O-O-Barshow.com and search F-O-O-Barshow on YouTube, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out, drop us a line, and we'll foo it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foos? Of course, mm-hmm. foo, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, well, like I said at the top of the uh, the ad bullshit, uh, we are back in Filthy Martini Studios in Ontario, California, after being in Hawaii for a week for the foos wedding. And um, it, it feels like we just did this yesterday from the hotel room. It does, actually. It, it was a, quite a quick turnaround yeah. from uh, from wedding to reality. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, but you know, it's nice to be back on the mainland. But damn, it's a it is much colder over here at night. Than it was yeah, there. yeah. You get used to kind of just uh, it being one temperature for the majority of the entire twenty four hour period, unless yeah. something like you know you get a, some rain clouds over there or something. But uh, although it did rain on us and Steph, uh, the rain even attacked you uh, at a certain yes. point. 
Yeah. Uh, via a trash bag. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe. A very I, wet trash bag. Oh. Yeah, I believe I mentioned this in the you mm. know hotel pod. That's right. That's I right. was attacked by a very vicious trash bag. <laughs> it, had, it had an out for you stuff. Was it foaming at the mouth? <laughs> it, coming at you? I don't know, but it was wet and it was gross and it just slid down my leg. Oh, you should at least get a tetanus you're shot. Just or having, you're just having quite the morning, yeah. weren't you? Pre wedding. Mm mm. Well, anyway, we survived the rest of Hawaii. I didn't, like, at the end of it, I just didn't want to come back. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. you all out there would have, you would have lost a, a podcast. <laughs> Sorry to say. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, like, I'm not bullshitting you. <laughs> like, I was just going to go homeless for a while. Maybe just, you know, trek along the islands and... Uh, and figure it out. Have your own walkabout on the on a nice tropical island. Yeah, without falling off of a cliff like G Baby. Well, no. yeah. I mean that goes without saying. <laughs> you got to be sensible with of these course. kinds of things. Of it's course. more long term. Of course, G Baby's just going for the adventure aspect of it, and he uh, <laughs> had they had a they had a butterfly. His they had a fillet. His fucking legs. That was so gross. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Fu, you know, I had I had my own flyback story from Hawaii. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't told you guys What's about that all so, about, eh? um, You know how you gave me that tab before my flight? Oh yeah, that THC twenty five milligram tab. So the before, very same, the very same, Fu, the very same. <laughs> so before we were getting on the flight, mm-hmm. you know, I noticed that they had dogs like that sniff bag. So I'm like, oh shit, I can't have this shit in my pocket. No, you so got to take it. I immediately took it right yeah. before I went to se- through security. Yeah, you gotta got to do that. Got through it. And then as soon as I got to the actual like lobby to wait, I had maybe about like 30 minutes before my flight. Mm. Boom, it kicked in. Nice. And then this lady across kick from me. You, it kicks in quicker for you. Like it takes me hours for mine to kick in. Oh, like, dude. Consistently. It, it kicked in super quick and then it lasted throughout like at least the good That's what four like hours of the things. flight. Yeah. So um, like right off the bat, right in front of me, this lady, this um grandma is beat is like getting mad at her grandchild nice. because her grandkid is like messing with some toy and she's like stop it i'm gonna take it from you she takes it and then the girl starts jumping up and screaming i'm like jesus christ what is going on right now <laughs> yeah and then like more people start coming around i see like two old people like with like sombreros on like looking over at me <laughs> like what is, what's wrong with this guy i'm just like hey what's up <laughs> yeah and then finally i see my uh cousin and it's a lot kid. of activity considering you know in the airport a lot of people just like to mind their own business yeah but for some reason i'm just around a flight of people that want to hey let's make friends the agitators it's like get away yeah. i'm leaving here friendliness is going. you know you know what's by. nice is that these days you don't see a whole lot of uh, harry krishna's at uh oh that's true at the airport yeah or um uh the i remember this in the 90s where and they found out i i guess i was watching like dateline no not dateline i think it might have been like 2020 uh and uh they were saying how like back in the day when somebody pretended to be deaf so that they can sell you something like uh-huh. a little trinket or uh, uh one of those little you know pieces of shit that you'll never use yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah apparently the a lot of them weren't uh deaf mutes wow but scammers uh, you really food. believe that well, as a little kid, I'm like, I want the little trinket. And my mom's like, fine, go go give him his card back and give him this couple bucks. Oh, we never did that. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Anyways. What were we talking about? My, uh, oh, my right. back, Foo. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hitting me pretty hard. And then I'm becoming suddenly self-aware of what I'm about to do right now. Uh-huh. I'm about to fly on a plane oh, no. over thousands of miles of ocean. Why do you got to think about it like that? I, uh. Well, dude, that's that's immediately what, what hit me at that you're point. You're fucking mess, dude. Oh, dude, you're <laughs> telling me, man. I'm just like, oh, fuck. All right, be cool. See, be the, cool. the 
Um, it's kind of like the Hulk, man. You just always have to be anxious. <laughs> yeah. For you to just, you know, for that just not to phase you, and that's where I'm at. Well, that's once, a happy place. Once, uh, once I started, once I found my cousin and her kids, I was like, okay, cool. I'm leveling out. Like I'm leveling out. I'm uh-huh. fine. And then uh, I, my little godson was starting to scream. So I asked my, you know, his dad. I'm like, where are you guys sitting? He's like, oh, we're all the way in the back of the plane. I'm in the middle of the plane. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. I'm <laughs> like, good luck to that guy. Yeah. So as soon as I got on the plane, I get I get there and my seat's a window seat. And in between is an old man and his older, like, 50-year-old nephew. And I'm just like, oh, they're like, hey, man, do you mind sitting at the end? Dude, I'm faded as fuck right now. I just want to get to my damn Was seat. it a pretty <laughs> loaded plane? Like it was a lot. It was full. It was fairly, yeah. fairly. I mean, there was extra seats. Ours behind. was pretty awesome. It was empty. Oh, it was yeah, like no. sixty people in there. Well, because you took the later flight. Yeah, That's why. it was. Dude, so many families on mine. Oh it was my so goodness! Nice. Like it was our so nice. our flight, we had to distribute the weight evenly. That's how little. Oh, so it made you spread <laughs> yeah. out. Oh, yeah, fuck. yeah. So that it wouldn't be like front or back heavy or anything like that. Holy shit! Yeah, that's how much elbow space we had. I I would do that again. Because uh, it was so nice, not you know, knowing that we wouldn't have an issue with like having a proper place to sit. Like well, Steph and I had an entire row. I mean, you it guys, nice. you guys were able to take the time off the next day to do that, so that's why. Right, right. Yeah. So I wish I would have done that. Cause, okay. Yeah, dude, it was semi full, and so I kind of I made the old guy and the <laughs> nephew get up <laughs> off their chair, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna sit on the window. So I go to the window, and the other guy's next to me, and the old man's at the end. All right. And the guy's like, hey, man, that guy's 92 years old. I'm like, congratulations. <laughs> like, what are you supposed yeah. to do with that information? I'm like, congratulations. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm going to keep him there. I'm like, okay, cool. Put on my fucking headphones, dude. Boom, knock the fuck out. Nice. I'm just okay. like not dealing with it. I woke up once to just kind of like, okay, no, they were neither, with neither of them were next to me. Yeah. So I think the old man was in the restroom at the time. I'm like, dude, I'm beelining it to that other restroom right now because I right. sure as shit will not be able to go. Yeah, you'll not, you won't have an opportunity for it. No. no. So after that, dude, it was nice, smooth sailing. That edible finally kicked in. So I completely ignored the fact of where we were at the, tr- at the time. So. Nice. All right. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, like I said, ours was a little uh, uneventful, and I, I, I really enjoyed that it wasn't, you know, fairly uneventful. I, I watched a couple of movies. I saw uh, Crazy Rich Asians for the first time. Oh, did you like it? The little rom com. It was, it was all right. It was cool. Like I understand why people liked it. It's a cute movie. It's yeah. It's. Uh, <clears throat> you see my spirit animal in there? Hmm, Aquafina. Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she was in there. Uh, she was cool. She, I like, I like everybody's character. It was I, even uh, Ken Jeong. His oh, character yeah. was just all ridiculous as usual. I still have yet to see that movie. It, um, it's a good. You'd like it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I saw another movie which I can't recall right now. I must have not made an impression. Do you remember what I saw? Oh, what movie did you see? <laughs> what, Sat right next to me. Um, I don't remember. I think no, because I was watching movies too. Uh huh. Yeah, man, she just had to. <laughs> You didn't keep tabs on my movie watching? I know. I watched I watched The Kitchen. <laughs> there you go. Finally, with um, Melissa McCartney and Tiffany Haddish mm-hmm. uh, about the wives taking over sort oh. of like the street because yeah. their husbands oh, go to jail. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I do recall that one. And, uh, and then I rewatched Beetlejuice. I love that movie. <laughs> uh, what movie were you watching? I, I, it it must not matter, I guess. It must not have. Yeah. Was it like Weekend at Bernie's? Just... No, we've seen that one. Oh, okay. On vacation. <laughs> Creed. 
Oh yeah, Creed that's two. what I saw. Creed that's two. What uh, saw. Oh. It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. Um, yeah, I guess it wasn't that memorable. Anyway, <laughs> um, before we get into like, because what's on tap today is the usual, the usual bunch mm-hmm. geeking out. Joint report, sports, music, and foo facts. We got a loaded episode, but I um I wanted to share because I, I I didn't know that somebody had recorded this, and it only makes sense. It's a fucking wedding. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to share the uh, the um, the best man speech I gave Aww. for uh, for the foo. It's only two two minutes and twenty seconds, but I wanted to uh, play it on the podcast because uh, I ended up rickrolling everybody. Yeah, <laughs> so I wanted yeah, to share yeah. this with everybody. And was it you? Spoiler alert! This? No. No, who uh, you? Could, well, you were right next to this person. So. Uh, probably DJ. Yeah, it could be. No, no. Oh, anyway, oh, here right, it is. Here you go. <clears throat> hey, what? We're around 2012, and uh, the three of us found ourselves working at the big green machine over at Enterprise Rent a Car as management trainees. It was. It wasn't long until it became really obvious that they were really into each other. Um, a little down the line, it seemed not to have worked out, but uh, I always had the suspicion that he never stopped caring about Jackie. Um, evidently, as of this time this year, he went rogue, and unbeknownst to us, he proceeded to seek her out again, and with much success. Uh, <laughs> he ended up giving us all the gift of meeting baby Emily earlier this year. Yay. And uh, there's no doubt that he's, uh, that he's very happy, and this is where he wants to be, and it makes me happy to know that. Being married myself for only three years, I can't say that I have a whole lot of wisdom to share. So far, from what I've gathered, just make sure that you have a TV in every room and plenty of square footage. Uh, <laughs> trust me, it avoids a lot of arguments. But also, never forget that's what you've signed up for. Uh, you are always to be in each other's corner, lend support, the occasional tough love whenever possible. You're like each other's mick to each other's Rocky Balboa. So I'm, I'm sure you guys, for you guys won't be hard. Um, because whenever I play board games with you guys, like Settlers of Catan, you guys would always find ways to cheat for each other's benefit. <laughs> so let this be a warning to everybody here, whoever plays boards games with these two, keep your head on a swivel and cheat. <laughs> anyway, before I shut up and proceed to enjoy a fun night of celebrating with these two great people, I want to finish off by reciting some powerful words from the great Mr. Richard Paul Astley. We're no strangers to love. You know the rules, and so do I. A full commitment's what I'm thinking of. You won't get this from any other guy. I gotta tell you how I'm feeling. Gotta make you understand. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Never gonna tell a lie. Salud. So, so that's how that went down. And if it sounds like it's, uh, it was filmed at the top of a of an airplane, <laughs> it, speak- was. <laughs> it was. It was. Was there a train in the background? There was a yeah, lot. There was well, a train there actually. Not, well, this was like at the beach, uh, and it was fairly, barely, very windy. Oh yeah, it was very windy. Uh, that that entire week that we were there. So. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. You got what you got. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're in a wind tunnel. But it was nice, man. It was fucking beautiful. The the, the entire scenery there was great. And um, I just wish I would have gotten something to eat that entire day. <laughs> that, that was like the absolute one drawback of that entire day. Just which being hungry. Hungry, hungover, dehydrated. <laughs> you name it, man. We're going through the ringer for that, <laughs> for that fucking luau food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, Whew. that was an experience. Yeah, <laughs> I felt so bad for you guys. You get, I get, I get there. We feel bad for you for not being able to attend, and then all you know, we got our own karmic yeah. justice food. We sure did. We sure did. The whole wedding party, you guys just look drained. You're just like, ugh. You know, you know where I think we fucked up. We partied too hard for the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Ah, we were mm-hmm. fine. I was fine. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was fine. I don't know about you guys. Keep telling yourself that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, um, that's going to do it for this intro here. You guys want to get into geeking out? There's a lot we got to talk about with the DC fandom and shit like that. So, uh, all right. Well, we'll be right back. A few moments later. That shouldn't have happened. (laughs) 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 Hey, shut up. Shut up. All right, here we go. We'll be right back. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right, and when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 855-432-4905. Reputation Defender is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results, where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take charge of your reputation. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 855-432-4905 for free advice on your situation. That's 855-432-4905. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CAPITAL200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CAPITAL200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Let's go! Geek It Out is brought to us by Godham, Bruce Wayne's new line of pork products. <laughs> Hickory and maple? He, he, he has them all. Oh. He has them all. Yeah, oh. He's Bruce Wayne, for God's sake. Oh, no, that's true. The uh, finest. Right. 
so uh, let's see. We got we got DC fandom. Uh, we got uh, William Shatner going into space. What do you want to do first? We got we got Squid Game even. Oh my God, Fu, so much, yeah. so so much. You know what? Let's let's start with the the good old Mr. Captain Bill Shatner over here. Billy in space, Fu. Billy in space. <laughs> 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 is that a show? Billy. <laughs> no, is that a Billy be. on the street? Billy right? on the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same dude though. Billy in space. <laughs> He's just interviewing rocks, <laughs> asteroids. Mm. Yes, where did satellites? you come from? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. One thing that I wanted to discuss was uh, good old William Shatner. You know, he 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 is known for playing um, uh, the captain, Captain Kirk, on Star Trek in the original series back in the sixties, sixties, right? Sixties and seventies. Sixties, sixties, seventies, eighties, and nineties. Oh, because of the movies. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. So that uh, he he played that character for a very long time, and not until he was uh, what he's what is he now? Like 90, 91? He's 90. 90, Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got an opportunity to get on uh, uh, Jeff Bezos' giant dick and go into space. <laughs> <laughs> the tip, foo. Just a tip, too, man. It, it looks like a toy, man. <laughs> like it looks it looks like a dick. <laughs> It'll be available on Amazon this Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> For a low, low price of three hundred dollars, <laughs> it'll even do the vibrating. <laughs> it'll take off and all and everything. You know what would really make it for me though is if the flame like was coming out of the tip of the would be tip rather than the bottom, because it would look like it's ejaculating, but it's not. Its dick is on fire. It looks like it's. <laughs> that on, looks painful. It looks like somebody yeah. just had uh, what is it on South Park where their dicks fly off. <laughs> They just had gluten. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. And their dicks just fly off like a rocket. You don't want that. Oh, no. You know, yeah. Nobody wants that. But, uh, you know, he, he when he got back and touched down back to Earth, he was very emotional with the entire experience. And I thought it was pretty special. And it's funny because, I mean, if you've seen the video, it's him uh, telling it to Jeff Bezos. And Jeff Bezos just has this, like, he <laughs> did it. Uh <laughs> Good old Jeff, he has, uh, he just has like a, a stone fucking cold look on his face. Like he's just hearing him out. Like, you know, a guy, the best way I can describe it is like he's listening to his drunk friend talk, <laughs> a.k.a. any situation with DJ No Chill. So I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to just play that, that special moment that uh, Bill Shatner had when he touched back down to, down to earth here. Take a listen. This comforter of blue that we have around us, we think, oh, that's blue sky. And there's something you shoot through it all of a sudden, as though you whip off a sheet off you when you're asleep, and you're looking into blackness, into black ugliness. And you look down, and there's the blue down there, and the black up there, and it's, it's just, there is mother and earth and comfort and there's is there death i don't know what is that death yeah. is that the way death is and it's gone chase <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Must have had a nice edible before he got on that. Plane. Dude, that would have been me. That would have been me. Those 25 milligrams, the ones I gave you. Dude, those lasted me all week. The one day I didn't take one was the, the wedding day itself. I didn't want to look stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know, like with red eyes and everything. Yeah, chances are we both. Would. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can only imagine, you know, you're, you're still experiencing that blue pillow, like he describes, of, of being still on Earth. You know, you're still home, in other words. And then you finally leave the atmosphere for a brief second and you just see the, the void of space and how insignificant we could be. 
Um, yeah, and then he uh, it, it didn't show it here, I don't think, but uh, he recommends that everybody you know try to do this as much as possible because okay. it'll give you a different perspective of what we're coming from in the universe. Uh, I believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably a pretty special experience. You mean the universe doesn't revolve around humankind, Foo? No, man. <gasps> no. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're in the neighborhood, I guess it does. Oh, okay. You know, because there's nothing out here. It's true. But, um, I mean, it's a big <laughs> fucking universe. There's got to be some living creature out there, intelligent or not, I think. What do you think, Steph? There's no way that we're here by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. no. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. What sucks is that we're so far away from each other that even if we end up sending some kind of message, it won't take, like, tomorrow to, for them to get it. It's going to take light years and we're, we'll be long gone by then. I know. We, or, we, or we develop enough technology to be able to teleport. wormhole it. Yeah. Food. Wormhole it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just interstellar it. Yeah, that'd be sick. Anyhow, Fly. well, that was Bill Shiner doing that. Uh, you want what, what else you want to get into, man? Well, Fu, on top of that, you know, we did have the Squid Games. Oh, uh, <laughs> Squid yeah. Game. Squid Game was dope. As now, um, let's not dwell too much about the content, but I did want to talk about the games, the actual games that they play throughout mm-hmm. the, 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 the series. Now, the first one, everybody knows, even if you haven't seen the series, you know that it's red light, green, green light. light. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty good way to start the entire uh, games, much less the actual series itself, because it really took out what more than half of the participants. Yeah. 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 Because of all the panic that ensued when, you know, they figured out that if you lose, you die. They ended up killing themselves <laughs> by, you know, reacting the way they did. Uh, but that really kind of trimmed the fat and um, gave us an idea of it, it really kind of punched us in the face in that first episode, which I enjoyed quite a bit. Very much so. Yeah, it, it was it, it gave you an, a sense of what, okay, this is what you're going into. Yeah, guys. they're not fucking around yeah. here. And I signed on the dotted line. So, um, <laughs> dude, I better fucking shape up or ship out. Did you ever play that game as a kid? Red Light, Green Light? Yeah. 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 And it was really straight. Whoever was the one in charge, mm-hmm. as soon as they turn around, like for sure, if they see you even blink, <laughs> yep. you're yeah, out. You have to freeze. Yeah. 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 That's the point. Don't yeah. breathe. Don't look around. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! So I can see why how they translated it into this first episode yes. it was perfect. This this series really made you go back to your you know your roots as a kid with mm-hmm. like these little games. But holy shit, the consequences are way more extreme. Fucking crazy! And then what was the second game? The second game was the honeycomb game. The honeycomb, the because, one that everybody's memeing about these yeah, days. Yeah, and that's everyone's doing it nowadays. But. Uh, the way they each of them had to do it, all their different shapes, mm-hmm. like him when he had to lick the back of it, um, yeah. just to end that was clever. It out. That was very clever. Um, yeah. And then you have the other lady with the fire, with the actual uh, lighter, yeah, heating it up, yeah, yeah. But surprised I didn't catch him. Those people with the lighters. Ah, yeah, I was too. I was too. But that showed that that task was a little easier because I think not as much people died in that one, right? Quite a bit, I think. Well, I mean... And you know what really took people out in that episode was when they all fought at night. When oh, they had that brawl, yeah. that midnight brawl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people were taken out. Yeah. And then when they when they're, when they were asking, what are you guys going to do about this? And they're just like, we get coffins and take them out and you guys get more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're out of the game. They're out of the game. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that was, oh, that was that was so good. And then the next one after that, which one was that one? That was... Uh, tug of War? Tug of War, yeah. That one left us, uh, that episode left us on a cliffhanger too, which is interesting. And I like that, uh, that's when we actually saw how useful the old man was. 
uh-huh. right? Because of the wisdom, what you know, because he, he would, and, and it happened a lot with all the games, and that might, might I don't want to spoil anything for those who haven't seen it, but it kind of uh, hints at who he really is. Because at, at the beginning of every game, he's very familiar with it. Even though he didn't say it for red light, green light, he he was the first one that kind of started, wa- you know, walking yeah, walking fast and yeah. shit like that. So, I, like, again, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, pay attention to the old man. He's a special character if you haven't seen it yet. Yes. Um, what was the next game after Tug of War? After Tug of War, I believe it was... Um Damn, what was the next one after that? Uh, Marbles? The Marbles. Yeah, that was game five, correct? Yeah. Are we... Wait, so are we on four now? No, that's game four. That's game four. Marbles Marbles is game four. Uh And then the... Game five. Stepping glass. Yeah, it was the bridge. Uh Game five was the bridge, and then game six was the squid game. Squid game game itself. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, And, you know, during the Marbles one is when uh, the old man is... I'm not giving any... I guess I am. Something happens to the old man. But uh, the old man, the old man. Just don't don't keep your eyes off him. He's uh, there's, there's a lot of a lot of bullshit, a lot of fuckery. There's still a lot down. of twists and turns for for those of you that have not seen it fully, or maybe still on the early stages yeah. of the yeah. of the episodes. But just hang in there. Also, to pay it after I believe episode three, mm-hmm. pay attention to the back walls because you'll see little figurines of like yeah. the red light green light mm-hmm. the bridge you'll see each of the actual games that, that have been completed so far yeah or that are coming too because you oh. actually do see um the squid game at oh the you very do end. oh sick. yeah you start to see all of that especially okay. when they start to remove all of like the stands and stuff mm-hmm. mm. yeah you see everything so again yeah it's it's a great great series they're hinting at a season two they, right. uh, I think they've confirmed that as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, All I can't right. wait because it, this could go one of many ways. Um, there's, there's the main character and there is, um, there's other side characters that you think might be dead. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Like there's, there's that, that B story uh-huh. yeah. with a detective. Right. Yeah. So we still haven't gotten that. So I'm sure that's going to keep going. He might still like fuck with them. You know, uh, they might team up. Who knows? For those who know what we're talking about, they, those two may team up that cop and the main character for, for season two. That's uh, at least our hypothesis so far on this. But I wanted to also touch on something else because I've been hearing this a lot from people who speak Korean mm-hmm. okay. uh, that those like us, we watched it with subtitles rather yeah. than dubbing it. Uh-huh. Uh, throughout the entire experience and um, I've, I've been seeing this more like within the last couple of days for people online but people that I know who speak Korean are saying that we're not getting the full experience uh, in other words we're they're they're kind of um, diluting the actual language uh, to mean something else or at least say translate it loosely with, and then completely miss the entire point of the allegory that is Squid Game. So I wanted to just give a brief example so you're of somebody. The, the dub is is not as good as the sub. That doesn't come up in in what people are saying because everybody, pretty much the, to get the the real experience, you want to watch it in Korean with yeah. subtitles because it doesn't really fuck it up for you. Yeah. Because they, you know, you want their speech to match to what they're saying in yeah. their lips. Um. But so maybe that might be the next way i see squid game all over again oh. dubbed and see if i get a different experience with the content that they provide but um here's a uh, somebody on instagram who um starts to say that you know we're, we're getting uh, we're getting everyone, tripped I- a little bit so uh here i'm gonna play a little bit of it right here hi everyone i just watched 
Squid Game and I'm fluent in Korean and I had the English subtitles on and I noticed that um, you're missing so much from the English uh, subtitles. Here I tweeted about it earlier, um, pause to read. So I thought I would make a little video just to show you. Sorry, I'm a little busy today. So this, there's better examples, but these are just the ones that I found in like 10 minutes. So watch this. Let me know if it's interesting. And this is at YMM. A-Y-E-R or Y-M Mayer, uh, if you guys want to go follow her or something. If you like it, I might make more, um, but here's the first example. I want to start with Minya, by the way, which her name translates to beautiful girl, which I think is really interesting. Her dialogue constantly gets botched, like every little thing that she says is up. I think it's because she's like plays like a low class character and she's a gangster. So she cusses a lot and it gets very sterilized and randomly like even things that like don't even aren't even that bad like she says like what are you looking at it's turned into go away which might seem arbitrary but like everything she says is not really aligning and so you're missing a lot of this character and what she stands for but here's the one part that i think is a huge miss here she is trying to pe convince people to play the game with her right right here the translation says oh i'm not a genius but i can work it out what she actually said was I am very smart, I just never got a chance to study. That is a huge, like, that is a huge trope in Korean media. The poor person that's smart and clever and just isn't wealthy. That's a huge part of her character. And almost everything she says is like being botched translation-wise, but you just missed, like the writers, all they want you to know about her is that. You know what I mean? It seems so small, but it's like the entire character's purpose of being in the show. Here's one more thing that got me real f***ed up and then I'm, I'll, maybe I'll do more of these if I have time, okay? They missed a really small line there, but it's like literally the point of the whole episode. Gambu, niko deko opshi. What that translates into is there is no ownership between me and you. Not we share everything. That is a huge miss. That's like the entire point of this episode. Very, it's a very small sentence, but now it doesn't even make sense. Like what? It doesn't make sense. Like that is such a difference in ideology that the writer is trying to get across to you. Do you know what I mean? It's making me so angry. I have no idea why. I need to lay down. <laughs> Let me know if you like this video. I can make more if I have some time, um, if it's interesting. This. Yeah, so I've been hearing a lot of that. And yeah. she makes, I mean, that, those. she says there's better examples, but those are some huge examples. I mean, there's one that one character, that one girl who... If you're reading the subtitles, I grew to dismiss her completely and yeah. just kind of be like, oh, well, like I couldn't wait for her to die. Yeah. Whereas, oh, she's an intelligent character who is just going, who just, I guess, joined the wrong club at a certain point in her life. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I probably would have had a, a different feeling for these characters, maybe, if yeah. they would have presented it more directly as uh, it was um, in the dialogue. So, yeah, I want to share that. Nice yeah, move. that's mm -hmm. pretty deep, especially since we get so little time with these characters yeah. in only these, you know, limited episodes. Like that's a huge part of it in right. building their own story. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is we should all learn fluent Korean. No. Got we it. should learn all of the <laughs> languages 
all at once. <laughs> Duolingo. Be our very own babble. Never put my phone down. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that was Squid Game. Now, Squid Game, and the reason it's called Squid Game, like we said, the, the last, the sixth game was the Squid Game. Uh, apparently, if you're Korean or at least an older Korean, that is a game that was played widely by a lot of children um, based on this uh, TV show. And so uh, it, it's probably, it's the first scene. It's the cold open of the entire series explaining what happens, what the rules are in the in it and uh, how that translates directly into that last game and why that's important to know and also that explains why it's called Squid Game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just yeah, it's, it's supposed to be a violent game yeah, amongst oh, the hell yeah, amongst the uh, kids and if uh, you lose you die. Yeah, you know. So that makes sense that they used it for this. I thought it was pretty clever. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, man. It was good. It was a good series all around. Can't wait for season two. What do you rate it? I rate it. Nine out of ten, man. Nine out of ten. All right. You always got to be the cool guy and rate it low, huh? <laughs> All right. What do you got, Steph? I would say nine point five. Yeah, that's because, where I'm at. Because I, I, at. I knew about the translation part uh, a few days. Ago. I think I brought that up to you. So that's yeah. why my score went a little bit down. Otherwise, mm. it would have been perfect. Yeah. Well, I mean, this gives us an opportunity to hopefully watch it dubbed, deal with the fact that it's dubbed, but maybe hopefully they give us a direct translation. Remember, we started the first episode dubbed, mm-hmm. and it had English subtitles on for some reason. So we were looking at both the dubbed and the they were off. English. Yeah, it didn't. They were two completely different sentences. Yeah, and I think that's why I want to watch it dubbed now because that might be the direct translation that we're seeing. Just blast the volume that Maybe. we can actually hear it. <laughs> yeah, deaf fucks. Like I, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but I don't understand why they did it that way. Because they could have just taken, if, if the dub is correct, mm-hmm. they could have just taken all of that dialogue and put it on the subtitle. Bad translation, then. That's really what it yeah. comes down to. It's just yeah. poor translation. Yeah. Should have hired someone better, Netflix. But <laughs> it's fine. You can make up for it. Just mm-hmm. uh, fix it. Give us a season two. Yeah. yeah. Also. Redeem yourself. Mm. Do it. The, they're, there's no way that they're not going to do a season two, considering it's just blown everything out of the freaking water right now. Oh, dude! It's Every the like, thing if you, right they're, now. they're showing us uh, charts of like its popularity worldwide, and it's making Mandalorian look like a piece of shit. Yeah, and all that other stuff that's come out that is very you know widely loved by by everybody on Earth. There's uh, like so no this contest. Is, yeah, absolutely not. I, especially even like. Um, the things that people jumped on board with during the pandemic, mm-hmm. like Tiger King and shit like that. Yeah. When everybody was just home, this is nothing. Like, th- th- those are nothing compared to the Squid Game. So, mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't seen Squid Game, you are missing out and uh, you should reevaluate where you are in life. That's what I'm saying. So, real quick before we move on, how did you play marbles growing up? There's a, apparently there's a few ways to do it. And the only way that I know how is, uh, there was, uh, there was a little, like a well in the middle. It's kind of, it kind of looked like a hydrogen atom, <laughs> like where you, you make a circle mm-hmm. and then, uh, there's a little thing in, uh, in the middle. And if, um, if you are, if you are able to knock out the, uh, marble in the middle, you are now the center marble and you are, you know, ahead or whatever you win. And if you are able to knock any others of the opponent outside of the marble, because there could be more than two players outside of the circle, I mean, then you also they also get eliminated. Right. That's how I used to play it. How do you guys play? Josh? I think mine is the same. Yeah. Put it in the circle, try to knock it out with it. 
mm-hmm. within the circle, and if you knock it out, that's yours. Mm-hmm. You keep the marble. It was almost. It was. I guess it's like similar, but all of the marbles were in one well mm. for us, and we had that big marble. There was always that one oh, giant yeah. one, one yeah. and so that was the throwing stone. Okay. And so whatever we knocked out, that's what we get to keep. Okay. Oh. Well, that that's that makes sense. interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's way we. They're all. It. I like that. There's many variations, and I, I like even that um, they just didn't even play marbles in some of those uh, games during that episode because they were just betting on what do I have an even amount of yeah, marbles or an odd amount in my hand right now. So it was like that's not marbles, but whatever. You guys do what you need to do. I mean, it's one way. Mm-hmm. It's one way to play marbles. Yeah, Again, they they showed a bunch of different ways. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was dope. I wonder if there's a bunch of ways to play jacks too. There is. Yeah. I think so. There? So it's so. like so it's like a deck of cars. It's just different games that you, you can do with that, them. Yeah, that you can do with them. That's interesting. They're not, they're not just one trick ponies for them. Uh-huh. And we gotta relive all of the games now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, let's see. DC fandom, lush lot lot of shit went down. Oh, yeah. A lot, man. We had a lot of reveals. We had a Black Adam teaser mm-hmm. um, where we saw some of the Justice Society characters like Adam Smasher, Hawkman, um, Cyclone. And then Doctor Fate plays Dr. by Fate. none other than James Bond. The is the PS easily Bond. triggered side of me wonders if at a certain point in uh, Black Adam's youth there was an elementary school kid who was also named Adam. I mean, foo. There's only there's there's only one reason. And they why just called him Adam, yeah. and then he was Black Adam. But he's not black. <laughs> That's why. But he is though. But he is. <laughs> he's dressed yeah, he in is. black. And he's dressed in black. He so is I dressed mean, in black. What are you gonna do? Black Adam, everybody. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? Well, Foo, the they actually even showed us an opening scene, or at least when we were first introduced to uh, Black Adam, like him getting released. Yeah, right? yeah. You see the like them going into like this cavern that looks similar to the uh, um, Stone of Eternity, mm-hmm. where Shazam is and everything. Yeah. Uh, and then you see a crown floating, and then all of a sudden a flash of lightning, and then boom, there he is, cloaked. And just murked somebody, like, melted <laughs> him, dude. Like, nothing. Just yeah. extra crispy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. He uh, he left. He kept in the thing. He said, no mercy. <laughs> and, and, dude, that was dope. It's so good. I, I cannot wait to see it. It comes out uh, July 29th, 2022. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, we also got a Peacemaker trailer. <laughs> with uh, John Cena returning from Peacemaker. Pretty much, it's directly following the Suicide Squad movie. Him getting out of the uh, the doctor, the hospital. I mean, yeah, yeah, and then the the crew that Waller pretty much is pissed at, forcing them to work mm. and do and work directly for Peacemaker. Right. Um, and then in there, you see that they're pretty much gonna have him kill um, people they deem bad. So like their main target supposedly is like a governor. Mm-hmm. And then um, you see other shots of him and his pet eagle, Eagly. Eagly. And uh and then Vigilante, who's like a Deadpool esque just mercenary that follows John Cena's peacemaker character around. Uh-huh. Or at least that's how it seems. Like he just pops out of the corner and he's like, Hey everybody and it's just like <laughs> and everyone's like, Who's that? He's like, Oh, that's Peacemaker or that's Vigilante. He thinks he's helping. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But it actually looks really good. James Gunn is directing it again, so uh, I can't wait to watch that one. Should um, be fun. Especially the scene where the eagle's hugging him. You see the wings yeah. go around him. He's like, Dad, quick, take a picture. <laughs> Dad. Be a lot of tongue-in-cheek going on in this <laughs> oh, show. Very much so. Uh, but I mean, dude, that's exactly what the character he gave us in uh, Suicide Squad. So yeah. it makes sense, man. I mean, I trust James Gunn. He hasn't done me wrong yet, Foo. Not yet. 
uh, on top of that, there was also uh, video game news um, in in regards to the new Arkham storyline video game, uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Mm-hmm. And pretty much you see it's uh, Harley Quinn, Boomer, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, and King Shark uh, going up against uh, Brainiac, who has mind-controlled the entire Justice League. Ah, think, uh-huh. Yeah, and I think... That's it, right. I think it looks dope. I mean, it's conti- it's a continuation within the Arkham game universe. So like Backham, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. Um, so it's it, all of these characters are going to have all these new skins. They look dope. Yeah, they really are expanding that Arkham universe that mm-hmm. they started with. Um, it looks dope as fuck, man. And they're now... They get to go into like Metropolis, or is it all happening in Gotham? No, it's in Metropolis. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is all happening in Metropolis. Um, you see that they're gonna go up against the Flash, mm-hmm. um, John Stewart's Green Lantern, uh, Superman, obviously, and then Wonder Woman, and then I think they're hinting at Batman because you see like a a car with like the bat signal at the at yeah. the very end. So um, yeah, man, it's I've played the Arkham games and they're so fun. So. I can't wait to play this one, especially mm-hmm. since you're gonna be it's gonna be four playable characters this time. Damn. As opposed to just uh, I think last in the Arkham Knight game, you could play as Batman, Nightwing, and then uh, Tim Drake's Robin, yeah. mm-hmm. and then occasionally like Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah. So oh yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be dope. And then the there was also a Gotham Knights game, which looks like a beat 'em up kind of style game, like mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, with um. Sorry, Batgirl, Nightwing, Tim Drake, the B-team. and then Red Hood. Yeah, pretty much like the sidekicks. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to lead. Supposed to take place when Bruce is gone. So, mm-hmm. and they're going to be going up against the Court of Owls. So, it's going to be an interesting storyline. I'm just going to play it just for the story. I don't even know. I don't care if it's good or bad. I just want right. to know the story. <laughs> yeah, because it's their own take on that story. Yeah, it's a completely different. Which, take. by just, the way, Titans. On speaking of their own takes on oh. things. I've, I'm losing my patience with Titans. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, man. Let's go into it. I mean, it's still, it's still DC fandom, so... Yeah. Okay. So, nothing's happening, right? Am I the only one? The only thing that's happening is that Dick is, like, moving forward with his personal storyline, right. and everybody else is kind of, like, at a standstill. Stunted. Nobody's doing anything else besides Dick. What are you talking about? Didn't you just see Beast Boy turn into a bat? He's developing now into like his other... Like, finally, how many episodes in? Yeah, well, but he doesn't... I mean, he, what does he, he do with it? He just carries off Dick with it. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could have been said differently. That's funny. But that's just the beginning, Foos. You know? I mean, uh-huh. it took him a while to grow into that, so he's doing that. Raven, her powers are in, so now that she can teleport, she can sense other magic now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Starfire but, doesn't even have powers right now. She does though. It's different powers. Oh, it's she that just, blue one, right? Yeah, but yeah. we don't know what that means yet. Like mm. we just know it. I mean, she's it saved her, but we don't know exactly what those powers are. Uh, you know, I mean, and then um, you have the whole dynamic with Scarecrow going fucking mad crazy. Which, right? Uh, again, I liked. I, I think you foos are just a little pissed off that the, you know nothing major is going down. Right, right. But I mean, if you kind of remember with the last two seasons of of Titans, mm-hmm. pretty much the same thing was kind of happening. They just walked the entire season of season two. <laughs> it was the two towers all over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean we could have flown there <laughs> on the back of an owl, or on the back of fucking Superboy? 
Oh, true. They yeah. they really just spend a lot of time each season developing the backstory and the B story. Like it's just all development and build up for like a big finale episode. Which... I no, and I get that, but the way that they're that the the rate at which they're doing it is so slow. Like I feel like there's a lot of silence without there being much silence. Like they're talking about stuff, but nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're all talk. Example. Yeah. Example. Um, that whole episode where they were in that other realm, Tim Drake mm-hmm. and Don Hawk was, and, and Don. Don. Yeah, uh. they were all in there. That didn't need to be a whole episode. That could have been maybe like 20 minutes. They did most. drag their feet that to, entire episode. To be fair, that was a goodbye to Hank. Because Fuck him. Wow. No, that was, you know, he really wanted to be in the series, and yeah. I get that, that they wrote him off. I mean, dude, the way they killed him, they fucking blew his ass up. Flew, yeah, that, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's good enough for me. <laughs> what about for him, man? He's a human being. Whatever, dude. I mean, I, I thought it was, okay, I thought it was a clever way to bring back Donna, but like, why'd you even have her killed to begin with? And if she got killed because of electricity, you got fucking Wonder Woman hanging off of it, like, it really just upset me. Um, anyway, but you know, I guess that's one way to get to that realm, killing Tim Drake. So now, so now he, why is everybody dying and coming back too? That's not like a trope. That's comic books, dickhead. Yeah, that's no, that's that. exactly what happens. You no, literally not see so Jesus. frequently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like is, like in, a, in one story <sighs> arc, you'll get one, maybe one that dies and then comes back. Mm-hmm. Only one person. We've had like almost everybody die and come back at this point in this yeah. season. Yeah, like uh, a few are. We're waiting for a few to get their turn. Still, right? If we're, <laughs> they're just gonna do a round robin of all right, you die this episode. But hey, but hey, we, we bring you back. So don't get don't collect unemployment just yet. <sighs> you guys, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so negative. Nope. So negative, foos. <sighs> anyway, um, DC fandom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Foos, I don't know if we saw. Uh, sh- I I don't think I showed you this one. Uh, the f- or actually, yeah, I believe we did the the Flash teaser. Flash, show. yeah, yeah, the Flash Flashpoint. The new uniform too on him, new costume on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if you noticed, but there are actually two Flashes in that mm-hmm. episode. It's a uh, long-haired Ezra Miller and short-haired Ezra Miller. Right. Um, and pretty much you have Michael Keaton's Batman voicing over the entire thing, mm. talking about it. Um, my God, it looks amazing. It was just a teaser, so we really don't get... All we get out of it right now is that um, Barry is trying to recruit, along with uh, the other Flash, Supergirl, and Batman, to mm-hmm. do something. Um, and I it, apparently it's to maintain the timeline where he saves his mom. Okay. Um, so essentially, they're going based off of the Flashpoint, you know, the Flashpoint crisis, and... I'm all for it. I think that's the best way to introduce Flash movie-wise. Yeah. And, oh, man, it, the it, they're really going to open up the multiverse with this one. I think it's not going to come out, though, until the end of next year. That's Yeah, It's he said that they're not even in post-production yet. Yeah, they're still filming it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they're still right dead center uh, middle of filming it. So yeah. it's, yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll get a full-on teaser next year when uh, Batman comes out, mm-hmm. which uh, is the next one I was going to talk about. The Batman. We finally we, got a full Batman. trailer. We got the, yeah. Yeah, a lot more characters. You can actually see how they look and or at least get a better idea. 
Now we know there was a suspicion that the Riddler was going to be a big part of it. It turns out that this guy is the one to be reckoned with in the movie while all the other villains are still in the peripherals. It, it's, it gives me a sense of like seven, mm-hmm. like Kevin's, like, I think that's what they're going to portray the Riddler yeah. as like Kevin Spacey's like serial killer esque, mm. like just mad. He's like three steps ahead of him. Mm-hmm. It, it already gives you that you get that dark and grainy sense of the film that they're going for. Yeah. And I'm all for it, man. It looks amazing. What was the name of that animated movie that just, uh, not recently, but came out maybe a year or two ago where the Riddler ended up being like the mastermind? Hush. Hush. Yeah, Batman Hush. Yeah. Now, does that happen in the comic book where it's the Riddler who ends up being Hush? No. no. There's a... It, someone else? There's some, it's someone else. It's Thomas Elliot who oh, is okay. actually the Hush character. What do you think about yeah. that twist where in the uh, animated movie they ended up making the Riddler I think Hush. they took a little bit too much liberty with that one personally. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I really liked the Hush storyline. Um, I felt like you really didn't need to change it that way. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I mean, it, it still worked for what they were going for in that. Yeah. In that series. I mean, it just that was his like last hurrah. Uh, at least if we're talking about the Riddler mm-hmm. in that movie, where he just goes mad and he just creates this insane new character. Mm-hmm. It's it's an it's interesting the way they kind of uh, panned it out that way. It's kind of the same type of liberty that they took in Watchmen with the way that ended, instead of it being a giant squid like creature. Yeah, yeah, it's a bomb. It's a bomb. It's a bomb. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so are we thinking that this Batman movie is going to be like, not necessarily an origin story, but like a year one story? I think it is. Yeah. Because if you think about it, they already have the bat signal already. Yeah. So he's been Batman for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It, but it's still within his early stages because yeah. you're at the point where Alfred's telling him, you got to quit, dude. Like, you get that, obviously. You're yeah. always going to get that. Yeah, Alfred's always telling him to, to chill. To chill. but Because he has to tend to his wounds so frequently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see that often. And then he's finally meeting Selena Kyle for the first time. Mm-hmm. So, oh, And right. you see that Selena kind of already has... she's She's been Catwoman for a little while. Yeah. At least that's what it seems like in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, he it, this is pretty much him really testing his detective skills. And dude, I love detective style like shows and movies. So I'm. It definitely brings back that noir feeling. Yes. Yeah. From the trailer. Yeah. Now, what I'm also interested in is how much of that movie will involve Bruce Wayne, is what I'm curious about. And um, and in what at what point in his life? Like we've been saying, you know, is this year one Batman? But what about Bruce Wayne and his philanthropy efforts? Him training on the side or trying to balance life with being Batman? That kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they really didn't give much hints Mm -hmm. as far as that. They really focused a lot about Batman and Riddler in this one. I'm sure we'll get another trailer. Like a Playboy Bruce. Yeah. And then then a fucking like just serious motherfucker at night, Mm -hmm. you know, Batman. Yeah, we'll see. We will we will see probably in another trailer, probably around Christmas time. I just don't think that they've touched on that aspect of Batman in a very long time in a in a movie properly. Well, in the comics they don't really do it that often either. He's always Batman. Mm. Yeah. They only ever show him doing that kind of stuff during like public events or if he's but immediately he changes right into Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I guess because I guess cuz I'm so influenced by the Batman 66 notion where you get you get a good deal of Bruce Wayne. In the in in like in a lot of the episodes, yeah. But I think that ba- well, Batman's changed since then. And even the Batman animated series, you see a you see a decent amount of Bruce Wayne. Decent, but I mean he's still a lot. Batman majority yeah, yeah. of the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's always a different woman on his arm. Oh, of yeah. course, of, yeah, course. of course. Every it's all, and but remember, it's always public events. Right. So, 
but you have to also remember too, he only identifies himself as Batman. Mm-hmm. Like they, I think there's a comic where he's being brainwashed and they ask him who he, who he is, and he says, "I'm Batman," and like it, he's telling the it, truth. Yeah, he's telling the truth because he doesn't see him. He sees that the costume is Bruce Wayne rather than rather than Batman. Is that a uh, Mad Hatter story? Yeah. Yeah. It is a Mad Hatter story. Remember that? Yeah. 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 That is interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, dude. So this one, it's amazing. You even see the car chase scene with uh, Penguin, Colin Farrell's Penguin, mind mm-hmm. you. Um, that oh my god, it looks just all good, man. All good. I can't. I like that. that. It's like a Trans Am. Like it's not even a. Uh, it's not a robust looking vehicle that he's using for the Batmobile. It's still. It looks rickety, but it's. But it's not. Like, it's kicking ass. Yeah, shit. it's solid, yeah. dude. Solid. It's a yeah. solid-ass, badass customizations car. that he did with it. But, you know, the, the shell of it being like that Pontiac, yeah. <laughs> old style, <laughs> it just um, it doesn't seem so threatening until it just won't die. Yeah. Like, you see that like, it crashes through, like, a big tanker. yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but that was that was DC Fandom, guys. And they did announce that they are working on Wonder Woman 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patty Jenkins confirmed it. Uh, more details to come. But yeah, and uh, look up, go up, you know, look up DC Fandom. There's a lot of steals released too um, about like Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was Atlantis, um, or I'm sorry, Aquaman, uh, King of the Dead Sea. I yeah. think that was, that's what it, the next one is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see shots of Black Manta coming back mm-hmm. in his new uniform, and it actually looks really, really dope. Um, even Blue Beetle, the, the shots that we yes. got for Blue Beetle look pretty sick. Um, it's per- it looks dead on. Yeah. Like, and a lot of people are saying, "Oh, it looks like Iron Man." It's like, well, that's what he looks like. That's that's exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> that's what he looks that's like. That's what it is. It's a freaking. It's beetle. an Iron Man suit. Yeah, that that's attached him a- to him. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. People don't. People are not familiar with Blue Beetle, but he's actually a really badass character. And uh, is he gonna be the first like Latino DC character? As far as I know. On uh, on screen. On screen, screen I yeah. believe so. Yeah. Uh, wait. Uh, yeah, because who else? Right? Sarah mm-hmm. Callie is, well, once she's on Flash, the Flash movie. The oh. one that's playing Supergirl. Oh. Yeah, she's Latina. No, but I mean, the character itself, the comic book ah. character is Latino. Didn't we, uh, didn't we get... Jaime Reyes S- on... Cisco. Uh, right? Oh, yeah, and Cisco in oh, Flash yeah. and Arrow. All right. Okay. Oh, I guess movie-wise you were maybe right, though. Yeah. Movie? Um... Yeah. But Cisco's like Latino too? Yeah. In, Cisco, in the comic books? Cisco Remote. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah oh, that's a giveaway. <laughs> he speaks Spanish. Yeah, I'm aware of that. I'm aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, guys. What's that? I think we've uh, geeked out enough. All right. Well, everybody stick around for the joint report. We'll be right back. The National Football League and Aristocrat Gaming are excited to announce NFL-themed slot machines only from Aristocrat Gaming. Visit aristocratgaming.com to learn more about the NFL's and Aristocrats' NFL-themed slot machines. Gambling problem? Please contact the U.S. National Problem Gambling Helpline at 1-800-522-4700. New Jersey at 1-800-GAMBLER. New York at 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y-46769 for 21 and older. Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. 
with free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Are you on wheat? Give me some. I'll smoke you two under the table. The Joint Report is brought to us by Coffin, the new cannabis-themed caskets. Yeah, so um, on tap today for uh, the Joint Report. Now, I think you forgot to bring it in the room, Josh. I sure did, buddy. The fucking, uh, you, you talked about it on an earlier episode. I don't think it was last week's, but the week before that you had made a uh, pretty cool purchase. Uh, now, what is it called now? It's called the Puffco. The Puffco. It's a little portable uh, bong vapor. I'll put, a, I'll put a video, if you're watching the video uh, on this on Instagram and YouTube, of what it looks like and how it handles. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so what it is is um, the base is pretty much a little chargeable vaporizer, mm-hmm. and then you have a little glass piece that is removable, um, which is highly recommended to remove it when filling up and emptying it out. Uh, but pretty much how it works is you just turn it on, and then the inside um, there's a little ceramic like cup that you just put on top, and mm-hmm. that is what you pretty much put all of your wa- your wax and stuff in or concentrates. Right. And you preload it, you cover it up press the button and then it starts to heat up mm-hmm. and you can change the settings uh depending on how well you want it to smoke or okay. how long you want it to last now if you were to set it at a low temperature um versus a high temperature what kind of differences should you expect well if you do it at a low temperature it's gonna be very gooey um you're gonna still have a lot of re- uh, residue depending mm-hmm. on how much you are smoking right. so if you're gonna do low temperature do very small amounts don't do a fucking fat dab but you do get a lot of flavor you do yeah, because it's burning it slowly. It's kind of cooking it for you, giving you the, the scents. The trichomes are it's coming out. It's much different from smoking it on a uh, glass rig with, you know, a propane tank, which I I think you should just get a little electric piece like mm. Eric does. Mm. That you just put it on top. And not just, cheap, though. No, it's no, not. No, like he has that battery pack, and I don't think the sale that, like, if you were to buy one, I don't think that it has changed in price since Eric bought one back, what, three years ago for my bachelor party? Yeah, it's a. Yeah. It was like two hundred and fifty bucks, mm-hmm. give or take. And I don't. Uh, last I checked on Amazon uh, and other places, it was about that or more. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. And this piece alone was around that, like two hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, but it's so convenient. You can put it away. It's easy to clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, mind you, you should clean it regularly. Otherwise, it will build up, and it's not going to be gonna that You're going to destroy your, your piece. Yeah, and yeah. then replacing the glass piece, I think it's under warranty with okay. the manufacturer, so you can get a new one depending on what happens to it. Okay. Um, and, dude, it's so convenient. So I use the highest setting, which is, like, white. It goes uh, blue, green, red, and then white. Mm-hmm. White is the highest one, and I do that because it burns it a lot quicker, but you may burn out the ceramic piece a little quicker. So right. just be mindful, but it at least comes with a backup. And you can keep buying these ceramic pieces. And um, yeah, I mean, it's with ceramic, ceramic's cool, but it, it doesn't hold up like quartz does. No. Um, although it is easier to handle than quartz. So it's just kind of your give and take with ceramic. 
Uh, I mean, for the purposes of this, it's fine as long as the replacements aren't so expensive either. Have you have you looked into that? Uh, I have not, but I'll check uh, Amazon right now. Food. Yeah. So uh, while you check on that, I'll talk about this real quick. Uh, California Governor, your boy Gavin, Josh, <gasps> he yeah. ve- he vetoed the cannabis billboard bill. Um, it was Bill 1302, citing protections on youth from exposure to cannabis billboards. Now, I wanted to grab your opinion before I read into this. Um, you know, as as the cannabis industry comes to... It just It's starting to grow, and you're seeing a lot more billboards, especially more as you travel more into the Inland Empire. And you're just like, wow, you know, you would never see like a Marlboro billboard or a beer billboard so close to like a school or mm-hmm. or something like that, you know. So this tells us that there really is no regulation for it. And I guess coming from a, from a time, at least, and living right now in 2021 and just not being used to seeing that kind of um, propaganda so close to home, um, it kind of seems, and again, it doesn't matter because, you know, if, if, you, if you didn't grow up in this environment, it doesn't matter to you. But to me, it seems a little icky, does it not? Seeing that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. a little close, like a, like a strip joint. There's rules, you know. It has to be a certain amount of distance, be- you know, uh, before you get to the next uh, school where there's going to be kids, or maybe like a route for a for a bus. But you're seeing cannabis involved in a lot of that uh, space, and to me, I'm like, ah, oh, well, you know, I see the industry grow, but should that be there? <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. you are you with me on that or? Uh, no, I am, especially like when you see the. The vaporizer ads uh-huh. and stuff up top. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, kids can get that nowadays. So yeah, it's yeah. I, I think especially when it's like uh, I was gonna say decaffeinated, but it's the same same sentiment. You know, when it doesn't really have the the nicotine in them, you, mm-hmm. they just do it for the flavors. But you know, they're still putting something in their lungs. And I'm not, you know, and I'm as liberal as they come. I just as long as people know what they're getting themselves into. True, and I think kids aren't they're smart not there enough. Yet. Yeah, they're not smart enough at that. They're point. more adventurous with it, although they may have the information. They're going to be more adventurous with it and in an effort really to learn. look cool. Yeah. yeah, I think the I think marketing wise, mm-hmm. they'll be fine without a billboard. Like, it's going to grow. The industry is going to grow yeah. with or without these billboards. And so there's just no reason for it. You know that kind of thing yeah yeah but i mean a lot of these billboards when you actually drive around and look at them they what they're telling you is oh there's a dispensary off of this exit kind of thing right you know yeah and that's as far as it like really goes which mm. like i'm okay with that yeah kind of like uh, you've seen those billboards like uh, get off of this exit for the nearest mcdonald's or whatever the fuck you know yeah like, yeah uh, so it's one of those so but- so we're just talking specifically like somebody actively portraying use of cannabis i've seen those too i've seen them really i haven't seen yeah as as you travel more like towards temecula and paris like when you get into the inland empire you see a lot of that yeah like ease or um, you see it all like like, all kinds of devices paraphernalia uh nearby shops Mm -hmm. you see you see it all you see it all and i was just like oh that was a school like back there but all right anyway (laughs) um so on friday governor gavin newsom voted uh vetoed i'm sorry assembly bill 1302 which would have allowed cannabis billboard advertisements on most california highways and interstates and issued a veto message explaining his reasoning he explained that the uh, California's adult use cannabis bill had uh, built in protections to prevent youth from being exposed to cannabis related advertising and that he didn't want to change that. So when the voters passed Proposition 64 way back when, they enacted robust protections shielding youth from exposure to cannabis and cannabis advertising. Amongst other things, 
Voters completely prohibited billboard-based cannabis advertising on all interstate highways and on all state highways that cross the California border. Allowing advertising on these high-traffic thoroughfares could expose young passengers to cannabis advertising, he says. So he went on to explain that allowing billboards visible to drivers and underage passengers would not align with the original intentions behind Proposition 64. So all those billboards I just talked about, they may go away. Oh, wow. So because of this, um, and I don't remember that being in Proposition 64, but I didn't read the whole thing. So <laughs> I guess. Of course you didn't. Of course not. <laughs> that was a long time ago anyway. Um, but anyway, did you figure out how much those little uh, ceramic things cost? No, nah, man, I can't find them. I have to do more research. It's oh, okay. not that easy to find. That's not a good sign. Nope. So you're going to have to beat the shit out of the ones you have into the ground before, uh, before you can accessorize. Have, exactly. That's so they, a shame. they don't even sell it on um, the they, brand's website? Well, they send the full assembly. So they send the actual chamber, which is that metal piece that I can detach. Yeah. And it comes with a ceramic piece inside. So you have to buy an entire new chamber? Yeah. And that's like 60 bucks. Fuck! Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just gonna go to Video 94, man, and uh, see if they have there. it. Huh? Well, according to um, one of the guys, he said they have them there that you can oh. pick up. So, oh, okay. yeah, and they're cheaper there to pick up than to fucking order it online. And for those who aren't familiar with Video 94, it's uh, it's, it's across the street from my high school, Nogales High School, <laughs> in La Puente, and um, it's it's been a staple for uh, weed paraphernalia Shh. for years. Don't run it. It's not. L- listen, I know it's called Video 94, and at a certain point when I used to be in high school, it was actually a VHS and DVD rental place. But, you know, with the advent of Netflix and all these other services, uh, they pretty much, rather than to go out of business behind the curtains, rather than get porn, you can get yourself a nice pipe, paraphernalia, shit like that where you can smoke. I think they started out with tobacco products, so like hookah shit. Uh, and then they expanded with, uh, with also with the advent of the cannabis industry rising throughout the years. But it uh, looks like you found something there. Yeah, man. On uh, puffco.com. Uh, they're called Peak Bowls. Okay. And I can buy a three-pack for $14.99. Oh, that seems reasonable. Yeah. So All I, right. I think so I'll you're, just order them from here. So it looks like you're still in business here. Yeah. Hey, right. there Good. you go. Hey. Paying for itself, foo. No. <laughs> well. All right. Oh, all right. I take care of my bong, though. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's going to last me forever. That's true. Unless it falls. Um, so, yeah. So, that's happening with the California billboards. Um, the other thing I wanted to discuss was that uh, shit's going down in other countries if they still catch you with pot. And I wanted to bring this to light because it's important seeing that we just traveled to a different location on planet Earth. Um, it was still in the U.S., uh, but it was still in, although it was in a in a state, the state of Hawaii, ironically, they haven't legalized pot yet. Uh, right now, it's only for medicinal purposes, but I was able to smuggle in um, those those little uh, 25 milligram pill looking things with <gasps> the rest of my pills. Up your butt? Uh, I didn't keep it. No, <laughs> I just put it with my pills because <laughs> it looked like a pill. I mean, you, yeah, you're not it's gonna. It's a pill. Yeah. Anyway, that kept me happy all week. And uh, but if you travel to Singapore. Do not fuck with that because a headline on this article on High Times Magazine reads, Man to be hanged in Singapore for importing about two pounds of pot. Dang. So the questions arise whether or not Singapore police coerced a defendant into his admission too, which is another thing. So that's kind of like the B story of of this. But he imported a kilogram of cannabis, which is about 2.2 pounds, into Malaysia, into Singapore in 2018. 
and is set to hang after his appeal against the conviction and sentence was dismissed by the Apex Court on Tuesday, October 12th. Dude's gonna die. Dang. And and, uh, he's been in prison for the last three years, dude, because of this. Uh, He's he's just being fucked with. And now Channel News Asia reports that Singaporean Omar Yacob Bahamdad, 41, (laughs) was sentenced to death in February after being convicted of one count of importing cannabis into Singapore. Uh, Bahamdad was caught smuggling three bundles containing at least one kilogram of cannabis. Dang. The country has a zero-tolerance policy for these things, drugs of any kind, and has led to hangings of hundreds of people, including dozens of foreigners. (gasps) So, uh, during a routine border checkpoint at Woodlands Checkpoint late in the night on July 12, 2018, police discovered the bundles... uh, I'm not even going to bother. He was carrying. Uh, His father drove the vehicle... Uh, but was found to be unaware of the cannabis bundles that were in the vehicle. So the alleged crime is is this, that he uh, he agreed to smuggle the cannabis, a Class A drug in Singapore, two days earlier on July 10th, 2018, and, co- and collected three bundles wrapped in newspapers a day later near a mosque. He allegedly obtained the packages from two friends, Din and Latif, um, he first said that he agreed to deliver the packages, and then he said that he did not know what they contained. Um, so he just kind of pled the, well, I didn't know what was in there. I just agreed to move them. Mm-hmm. When asked why there were differences in his accounts, um, he reportedly replied, I said that because I was not at the right state of mind. I was healing high from the stick I had smoked with Din. High to me is like being semi-conscious. I guess that's an argument, but it's not going to fly in a place like Singapore. That's pretty much admission right there. Yeah. It's like, oh, dude. He, he pretty much just said, I, I was aware that I was moving them. I just didn't, but not knowing what was in them is beside the point, which not to Singapore. Um, now, on Tuesday, his lawyer uh, said that there was reasonable doubt as to whether he had imported the drugs knowingly or not. And he said it was difficult to conclude that he had planned all this. Uh, the argument was that uh, from the Central Narcotics Bureau officers, there's argument that they coerced him into admitting to the crime, threatening him, saying, if you refuse to admit this, I will throw you, both you and your father, to be hanged. Dang. So he, um, now with this new information, um, it, we do know that there's other countries that are more hardcore about this kind of thing. And if this is Singapore doing, can you imagine well, like what they would do to you in places like recently the Philippines with their leader oh, yeah. just putting people to death if you know if you're caught on the street even just acting weird. They'll just shoot you straight there. Yeah. Dang. For yeah. Real? Yeah. When the when the it's president. It's kind of a fascist president right now. Well, okay. So here's what happened when when the new president came to term, he promised that everybody was gonna go through these drug rehabilitation program because it's very it's a very short program. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody was gung ho about it, like you know, uh, this is my chance to get clean because they have a really big um, addict problem mm. out there. Whoever was on the list immediately got a visit by the police and was shot dead. What the fuck? Or, you know, they would, if they would visit a clinic, then they wouldn't come back. Yeah. Wow. Squid Games. And it was, it was, it <laughs> would have like been no, the idea for Squid Games. And it, and it got so bad that if you even knew somebody who was doing drugs and you didn't confess, like, like oh, my, my friend is, you know, doing this, then you would get in trouble too. Shit. Like, not necessarily death, but, you know, you'd be some, fucked with. Yeah. Some kind yeah. of consequence. Wow. 
And That's crazy. So it just it became like really fascist out there, and yeah. it's, it's still scary. Like I want to go back to the Philippines, but not when he's not you know yeah, not right now in wait, power right wait now. Wait for uh, Manny to become president. I oh, wish geez. he's gonna run for president. For Is this. he really? Yeah. Isn't he like against like gays and stuff? Well, well, you, you know, that's, can't a, win all. that's a whole thing. <laughs> can't win them all. Just as long as he's not I'm killing just saying, people. I'm saying, he's, he's, he's taking a lot of shots to the head. I, don't uh, know I, can... I think Fu, the bar has been set pretty low. Okay. I think Manny beats anything. For <laughs> all At right. this point, you know, they can only hope to go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, sorry, our uh, gay brothers and sisters out there. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry, but, guys. Um, it's, it's bad out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, but I've. I've I would love to go to the Philippines. Yeah. Just because uh, I know you have family out there. I've met some of those family members. They seem cool as fuck. Yeah. I also have family in Australia, too, and I want to go see them. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't want to be in Southern California anymore. <laughs> <laughs> then leave. Then why don't you leave? I just Let's might, go. though, man. Oh, like, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, it's just it just gives you a fresh perspective of what's out there. I know that even then, going to Oahu for a week, it was... The landscape in Oahu, at least from the city side of things, it's Los Angeles. It's yeah. Los Angeles with a, a lot more like Hawaiians, you uh, know? Yeah, Waikiki. Yeah, yeah Waikiki yeah. is very much downtown. The surrounding LA. area. It's downtown LA with uh it's Little downtown East LA, LA. <laughs> fifteen years ago where the, the homeless population wasn't as bad. Now they still have a homeless population, right. but it's not the crackhead fucking tent city that we have right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that, but it's LA. Even the architecture is like that blocky, shitty 60s, 70s architecture <laughs> from back then. Yeah. Anyway, joint report, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we got off of that. Wow. <laughs> Real quick. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for the joint report for today. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to get, you're watching sports as we speak. Are you on the red zone? Uh, no. Well, it's just uh, Sunday night football tonight, food. Oh, gotcha. All right. Well, um, on to sports, shall we? Smoke weed every day. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Freedom is a feeling, and the best way to truly feel free is behind the wheel of a Jeep SUV. Find out what true freedom feels like at Jeep Freedom Days. And now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 531-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. Fubar Sports is brought to us by Take a Knee Amputee Surgeons. Oh, no. <laughs> you don't want that. No, you, you don't, don't want that at you all. I don't want to go to them at all. I don't even think my coverage covers that. Uh, don't worry, Fu. I can cut it off for you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I got you. All right, what are we talking about? Well, Fu, right now we got baseball, you know, October baseball. Oh, I don't like effect. the looks of that. Uh, not at all. Right now the Dodgers are playing the Braves mm-hmm. um, as, of we, as of recording this. They are, uh, you know, two two at the moment, with uh, two on, and no, and only one out. Jesus the Braves Christ. are at bat. I don't Stop like that! It. I don't like hot it one bit. Chop. All <laughs> of a it. sudden, she's a Braves fan. 
<laughs> She's partial to Atlanta because of her dad. I guess. Right. I guess. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't. You know. It, it's okay. It's fine. Dodgers. You know, score in bunches at times. But uh, yeah, I don't like the fact that Freddie Freeman is at bat right now because mm. that dude. So, you know, he's such a great hitter. He can hit any freaking ball you throw at him. I don't like that Atlanta is gotten so good, you know, in the last few years. Yeah, when because they were trash not so long ago. No, but you also forget that they were a great franchise when you, they had um, Greg Maddox, yeah, that, that um, John Smoltz. Yep. Like, dude, they, they were winning World Series, you know. I think they won two out of three, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, but they, yeah, they fell off. They fell off for a while, and they're finally back after getting uh, Freddie Freeman. And we faced them a few times, I believe, in the in the playoffs. I think we faced them last year as well in the NLCS. Yeah. Um, they look great, though, right now. They do. They do. And they finally have, like, a full bench of, you know, good hitters. And their pitching staff is great, too. So right now it's like a battle of the wills between the Dodgers and the and the Braves. Right you know, now. I thought I, I thought I was going to have some like breathing room after beating that great of a team like the, the Giants. Giants. Yeah. Um one of the all-time greatest series between oof. the two of them. You know, oh, and speaking of that, what's your what's your take on the way that series ended? The, the, everybody's pretty split whether or not you're a Dodger fan, like no matter who you root for, I found that you're split on how that fucking thing ended because of the checked swing. And for me, I think it's a little karmic justice because the last game we played against the Giants, we had a similar thing. Yeah. And um, they didn't call it at that time. Mm-hmm. So this was a li- it felt like a little bit of a, you know, makeup call on it. But I honestly felt that he checked or that he uh, he didn't check that it went over, mm. you know, just because the bat still kind of took a little more momentum there is a freeze frame out there on a specific angle where he does cross the plate yeah and i mean if that frame exists there's your proof yeah although but in any other frame you, it's hard to tell it is and it's it that's what's going to make it controversial yeah um, but what better way for a giants and dodgers series to end than on a controversial call <laughs> because this that will, just that continues the rivalry oh yeah and especially if we somehow you know if we can win this year that's just gonna keep up like well dodgers shouldn't have won that yeah. call shouldn't have gone through yeah you and know? as much as i hate giving them an inch and they wanting to take a mile it just makes it for a more exciting series next year mm-hmm. and the year after that yeah yeah, and I mean that's why we hate the Astros because of the con- but that was legit controversy. Yeah, and you know what, man, we have a chance to uh, make up for that because on the other end in the ALCS mm-hmm. we have the Trashros against the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, two cheaters, two cheaters, and but you know <laughs> what up though, against each other. I'm rooting for the Red Sox because none other than my my favorite player, Kike Hernandez, the quickness, the quickness, foo. <laughs> he is balling out. Yeah, this. He, he's, he's doing well. Already got more than five home runs in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. And he's just, dude, he's having his, his coming out party in, in Boston, man. Mm-hmm. And I think they, he's going to be a star next year for sure. Mm-hmm. He's just getting, I mean, he was good with the Dodgers. Just there's no place to play him all the time. Right. You know? Uh, yeah. So I, I'm hoping it's a, another, it's going to be a rematch for us either way. His career is going to flourish there, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait for that. I mean, and then you have on the Braves, too, Jock Peterson. He's mm-hmm. on them. And I think he hit the two-run yep. two home run right now to tie it up. Yep. So, oh, man, it, it, right now, the series, but the two series, it's this is the best baseball that we're going to see. And I love it. I love when baseball is this good where you don't yeah. know who's going to win it. 
I just want the Dodgers to win so bad. I know, man. <laughs> like, my sister will not watch it. She won't even let my mom watch it in front of her. Like, she has, my mom has to watch it on her phone. And I have to hide in my room with the, my door she closed. She can't take the suspense? No, she cannot take the suspense or anxiety. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. why, are you, why bother being a fan? Well, food, there's, you know, you want to support your team. <laughs> <laughs> but she just can't take it. But you can't watch it. Is that no. is that her superstition? That's if she watches super, the game, they lose. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it's kind of funny because whenever she does watch it, something bad they always lose. happens right after. <laughs> and she's like, "See," I'm like, "Okay, that's fine." <laughs> Whatever gets you out of the room, sis. yeah, that, that's okay. <laughs> that means I can watch it in peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, on top of that, we we had the fallout of uh, John Gruden um, being completely dismissed. Uh, we had a lot of reactions from different coaches um, who, you know, who felt that that wasn't necessary. Even the team itself, um, they were kind of like, we love the man. We love the coach, just not the man. Um, and a lot of players were coming out against him, too. Like Keyshawn Johnson, he straight up called him a used car salesman. Um, and he's <laughs> oh. called him that since even their Super Bowl win. Okay. So like, this guy's a used car salesman. He doesn't know. He, like, it's all fake. He gets his numbers, but when he's home, he's a he's a, he's a, he's a, a yeah. sloppy drunk. <laughs> yeah, he's like I didn't know the ex- like Keyshawn says like he, I didn't know the extent of um, exactly what he did, but I just knew this guy was not genuine. Slimy. There, there was slime to him. Like there's just something wrong about him. Hmm. And sure as shit, eleven emails later, uh, you know it's yeah all all bad. Uh, and then um, there's still only one undefeated team, the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Which who'd have fucking thought the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> undefeated right now? And the Chiefs are looking pretty vulnerable. Pat Mahomes is not looking as invincible as he's done in the past. Mm-hmm. I think right now he has an interception in every single game for the past 15 games. Oh, wow. my God. Yeah. So I think this year alone he's already had 10 interceptions That's or not so. what you want. No, nah, not at all. Not at all. But, uh, yeah, Fu, um, that's, that's pretty much all I got in sports. You got anything you want to add in? Not really, man. Should I? No. Oh, I, I just forget if we talked about it during the the prep. Yeah, we prep. We prep foods. We prep. <laughs> May not sound like it, but we do. <laughs> we prep. It's just, just watching TV. It's like C minus prep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, that's gonna do it. All right. Well, uh, everybody, stick around for the music highlights. Music Highlights is brought to us by Fiance, Jay-Z's new line of engagement rings. <laughs> Why that hasn't happened yet is is fucking weird to me. Oh man. A lot of people would buy that line. I know. Fiance. Fiance. Yeah. Hey, you guys can have that and give us a, a percentage of the Yeah, cut. give us a little stipend. Yeah, that'd be great. Know. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Per Thanks. That's chump change to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, on first, I wanted to, uh, you know, we talked about William Shatner and <laughs> and uh, and the geeking out uh, with him going to space. And um, what, you I, got? what was it? Was it you, Josh, or Steph, who said just play that fucking oh, Rocket Man? That was me. Yeah. All right. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, Elton John wrote a song a very long time ago called Rocket Man. Great hit. Great success. William Shatner says, for no particular reason, <laughs> let me cover it. Nay. Let me say it. <laughs> I just, but it's it's great. 
It's fucking great. I think even at one point, uh, Family Guy parodied it with um, Stewie. Stewie doing it. Yeah. And uh, just exactly how he did, I think, when he was on one of those late night shows and he did it live on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> here's William Shatner covering Rocket Man. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight. Zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm going to be high as a kite by then. (laughs) I miss the earth so much. I miss my wife. It's lonely out in space. On such a timeless flight. Christ. (laughs) And I think it's going to be a long, long time. Until touchdown brings me around again to find I'm not the man they think I am at home. No, 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 no. I'm a rocket man. <laughs> rocket man. Burning out his fuse up here alone. I think it's going to be a long, long time. <laughs> you missed the cue. <laughs> Don't me around again to find. I'm not the man they think I am at home. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Burning out his fuse up here alone. Mars ain't the kind of place to raise your kids. All right, I think that's enough. Oh, um, God. Now, <laughs> what I can appreciate what William Shanner's doing here is not what he's doing. But for me, offhandedly pointing out the greatness of Elton John, yeah, and and how Elton's you see you see how there was like a big space in between verses and and lines in the, in the song. It points out how extravagant uh, Elton John's voice is throughout this song. Mm-hmm. How he fills in those gaps with his voice, going from pitch to pitch, kind of playing around and going and going in different directions with his voice. Whereas William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> this is leaving, but it's gi- he's giving you space because he's in space. <laughs> Fuck that. Have you heard his Christmas album? <laughs> I'm afraid not. Same. Oh, I've not God. had the opportunity. Like you're you're really listening to that album mm. for the music and not the vocals. Okay. Now my favorite William Shatner thing that he's done like this has been Common People. Have you guys heard Common People? No. I think I might have played it a long time on this ep- on this podcast. Uh, but check out Common People. In fact, I may play it again soon. And I don't think... Have I played a song more than once on this podcast? Most likely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once or twice, right? Yeah. Yeah, that might be There's been a few artists you've done yeah. once or twice. Yes. Yeah. So the same song? Same song. Okay. All right. Well, it doesn't happen a lot, so you might get a uh, FUBAR Show exclusive. <laughs> 
Get your shit together, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just running out of ideas sometimes. Um, anyway, well, that was the first song I wanted to uh, play for everybody. Song number two was a song that I've uh, grown to enjoy called Look Alive by a band called Black Pistol Fire. Check this one out. What if I were to say goodbye? Leave it all. Black Pistol Fire. They're uh, it's actually just two guys, oh. um, Canadian-born, Austin-based rock duo. The group consists of Kevin McCowan, 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 and Eric Owen. Uh, it's just guitar and drums, and he's doing a lot of shit with his guitar. Obviously, there's a there's probably like a synth bass going on in there, but I like what they're doing here because it really reminds me of that early 2000s indie rock that was happening back when. Um, it even still translates into the 2010s a little bit mm-hmm. uh, with like bands like um, Black Keys. Black Keys, but I was also I got a hint of uh, Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, in there. Like if That's Black style. Keys and Arctic Monkeys fuck, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> you got Black Pistol Fire. A lot of their other songs are very much like this, so I think you, if you enjoy that kind of stuff, um, definitely check out Black Pistol Fire. Uh, last but not least, I into uh, uh, this week in music history. The year is 1964, and Manfred Mann started a two-week run at number one in the U.S. singles chart with "Dua Diddy Diddy." Oh. Possibly the first number one with a nonsense song title. <laughs> also a number one in the UK. The song was first released by US group The Exciters. And this is Manford Man covering it in 1964. Um, you've heard the song before. You let me know which version you think. I'm not going to play them both, but let me know if you like this one as opposed to the other one that is also very famous. There she was. Just walking down the street singing Do what did it, did it, done, did it, do Tapping her fingers and shuffling her feet singing Do what did it, did it, done, did it, do She looked good, looked good. she looked fine, looked fine She looked 
good she looked fine And I nearly lost my mind Before I knew it She was walking next to me singing Holding my hand Just as natural as can be singing We walked on To my door We walked on to my door Then we kissed a little more So what do you think? I mean, this one is obviously made for the times. It's very much more psychedelic. Kind of gives me a, a strawberry alarm clock kind of feeling at a certain point. But um, the other one was more rhythm and blues. It was more, you know, it, was, it carried more weight with it mm-hmm. sonically, I thought. This one is, I thought was, I would put this one in second place. What do you guys think? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think this is the one I heard most. Mm-hmm. than the other one so um, more movies I, for yeah sure. i'd have to re-listen to the other version to mm-hmm. to firmly get a grasp but yeah. i th- yeah i think this one would definitely be inside it's been record. covered a lot of times too yeah yeah by it's other artists song. it's a good yeah. song yeah nonsensical song but it works it works <laughs> i mean 1964 what else do you want yeah it's <laughs> not a whole lot that's uh going down not until later on that decade when the beatles started taking over the world mm-hmm. yeah but uh, that's going to do it for the uh, music highlights. Uh, now, up next, we've got uh, Foo Facts. You guys ready for Foo Facts? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Foo Facts! Foo's is brought to us by Booby Traps, the new line of bras exclusively sold at your local titty bar. They're traps, man. Just take them <laughs> off. Get rid of them. You don't need them. Especially that titty bar. Free them. Those are all traps, too. <laughs> Free the tit. Free the tit. Just one. Just, Just the one. one. Just one tit. Yeah. Let it hang. Now you're getting carried away if what? there's two <clears throat> oh. just free balling <laughs> well commando <laughs> who wants to go foist i'll go first all right go we'll for go it. <clears throat> let me pull it up so i have halloween facts for you foods <gasps> dressing up on halloween comes from the kilts Sorry, I said that wrong. It's supposed to be the Celtics. Mm. Yeah, not mm-hmm. the Celts, like Kilts. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> they believed there was a time when the wall between our world and the paranormal world was porous and spirits could get through. Because of this belief, it was common for them to wear costumes and masks during the festival to ward off or befuddle evil spirits. Mm. And it is actually Celtic. It's Celtic. It's Celtic. Okay. Yeah, that's just the basketball team. Yeah, Celtic. Celtic. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, at least I'm pretty consistent with my inability to read or speak. That's fine. Yeah. You're welcome. Inconsistency is the best type of consistency. English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? No. (laughs) Barely. (laughs) All right. I I can go next. All right. Uh, There's a company that turns dead bodies into an ocean reef. Fa 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 boo facts. Oh, fa 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 boo facts. 
For those who romanticize a burial, a burial at sea, the company Eternal Reefs uh, offers an innovative solution. It mixes the cremated remains of a person with concrete to create a pearl onto which loved ones can etch personal messages, handprints, or environment, environmentally friendly mementos. The pearl is then encased in a reef ball that is dropped into the sea, where it provides a new habitat for fish and other sea life, helping encourage the vibrant ecosystem. The circle of life at work. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, Foos. Well, here you go. Did you know that wombats are the only animal whose poop is cube-shaped? They're the Wendy's of uh, poopers? <laughs> exactly, Boo. <laughs> this is due to how the intestines form the feces, and the animal then stacks the cubes to mark their territory. Oh, wow. So it does a little shithouse, Boo. Oh, shit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, we, we can learn something from the wombats. <laughs> Fucking wombats with their cubed ass poops. Their shit houses. <laughs> and their little smiles. <laughs> shit, little newspapers and everything. <laughs> All right, the moniker Halloween comes from the Catholics. Hollowmass. Is a three-day Catholic holiday where saints are honored and people pray for the recently deceased. At the start of the 11th century, it was decreed by the people that it would last from October 31st, All Hallows Eve, until November 2nd, most likely because that was when Samhain was celebrated and the church was trying to convert the pagans. Mm. Of course. It's always a pagan thing. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that's why uh, in Mexico they celebrate Dia de los Muertos on the, uh, the, on first. the first and it uh, crosses over into the second. Yeah. It's kind of a two day event. Mm-hmm. Um, and Halloween, I mean, yeah, that's when they set up. Like I, re- I remember this mm-hmm. as a kid. Yeah, being Catholic and such. Yeah, it would. I knew it was a three-day event. Mm-hmm. Like it would last <clears throat> until the second. Until you know, we got older and like nobody does anything on the second anymore. No. Like, it's yeah. I, well, if if you're if you, I mean, if you're my family, you're going to a cemetery and you're paying respects on the second. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. You're like waving goodbye because you know they just visited you mm-hmm. on on the eve and on the first. Did you ever do those? Um, <clears throat> that makes sense. Yeah. Those shrines where you put out the fruit. Ofrenda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my family didn't, but I know other like other people. That was more of an Asian family. kind of culture thing. No. 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 So, a Mexican. No. No. Yeah. Have you ever seen Coco Man? No, not yet. Oh, you son of a. I know. I know. Everybody says that. I haven't seen it either. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I need to get on that. But I would hear stories from like, uh, like neighbors growing up that they would put out the shrine. And then the next morning when they woke up, like the fruit was rotten because mm. the the whole thing is like, you know, your family member is going to come by and eat the food. Yeah. So In the then. form of bacteria and microbes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's going to kill you. Eh. Right. <laughs> Leave you a little present. Yeah. Oh, oh, OK. Hold on. Hold on. There's more to this oh. as I'm scrolling down. Jesus. There's just one more sentence. Oh my. All Hollows Eve then evolved into All Hollows Even. And by the 18th century, it was commonly referred to as Halloween. Halloween. With a apostrophe, it's just Halloween. Mm. I don't know. The evolution of words. Hmm. 
Interesting. The name Bonobo resulted from a misspelling. Bonobo, the common name for apes, may sound like some sort of translation of a meaningful term, but in fact, it was the result of a typo. Researchers reputed, reputedly first found the animals in the town of Bolobo Zaire in the 20s, but the name of the place was misspelled Bonobo on the shipping crate in which the animal was placed, leading others to refer to the animal by the name which stuck. Mm-hmm. What a sad existence. Yep. <laughs> Your name was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Most kids could hear that. You were a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Foos. Uh, did you know that the wedding of Princess Diane and Prince Charles was watched by 750 million people worldwide in 1981? And sadly, her funeral was watched by 2.5 billion people in 1997 damn so she she had a quite an influence with she you. was the most beloved princess yeah yeah she was real dog yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then her family killed her yeah the queen killed her man she got her she allegedly got got, got, got. <laughs> all right okay uh, last round here yeah. sure right. we should carve turnips not pumpkins the origin of jack-o'-lanterns come from a Celtic yeah. folktale yep. <laughs> of a stringy farmer named Jack who would constantly play tricks on the devil. The devil responded by forcing him to wander purgatory with only a burning lump of coal from hell. Jack took the coal and made a lantern from a turnip, using it to guide his lost soul. The myth was brought over by Irish families fleeing the potato famine in the 1800s. And since turnips were hard to come by in the U.S., America's pumpkins were used as a substitute to guide lost souls and keep evil spirits like Jack of the Lantern away. Mm. Turnips are small, though. Right. And there's a picture of it. And there's like a tiny little face on these tiny little turnips. And you're supposed to put a little light in there? Yeah. Because yeah. it's just it's just the size. It's so a impractical. Yeah, I understand why they use the pumpkin now, and now I'm upset that they don't use watermelons. I don't. know. It's a seasonal item. Yeah, I guess you're right. All right, last one that I'm saying today: uh, dolphins sleep with one eye open. Dolphins are known to be one of the smartest animals on the planet, possibly because they can conserve their brain power. Because they must be consistently on the lookout for predators, the marine mammals have developed a neat trick for maintaining partial consciousness even as part of their brain sleeps. Researchers have tested whether this half-sleep negatively impacts the animal's alertness during the day, but they have found that even after five days of having their nocturnal alertness constantly tested, they've remained as alert and perceptive as ever. So that's... Dude. Yeah. It's like living in jail, (laughs) I guess. So when they were at SeaWorld and they had no natural predators, you think they just went to sleep fully, and then when they were released back into the wild, they were just eaten up immediately because they were always sleeping? I don't know that... 
millions of years of evolution would allow them to do that. Just oh, turn just that like off. That. Yeah. I don't know, man. Nature versus nurture and shit. Imagine if dolphins had thumbs. That's it. Oh, we're done. Oh, we're it's done. over. Yeah, that's it. Or feet. Right? Because they would always be on alert. Yeah. yeah. We'd be fucked. Huh. I, I, did you not see that Simpsons episode? Just don't let the king out. Yeah, man. don't, don't, don't <laughs> let him Don't let the king yeah, out. Yeah. What was his name? Remember? Something stupid, uh, right? Bubbles or something like that. Something like that, like yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Right, bring it home. Did you know that people started wearing pajamas, originally spelled P-Y-J-A-M-A-S, instead of nightgowns, so they're prepared to run outside? I've used that one before. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you motherfucker. All right. All right. Round two. Round two. All right. Let's see here. You do not get a uh, foo fat stab. I do not. I do not. I can give you one of my Halloween ones. No. 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 Okay. Only two people have ever swum the entire length of the, 20, the 2,350 mile Mississippi River. Slovenian long-distance swimmer Martin Schrell in 2002 and American former Navy SEAL Chris Ring in 2002. My finger slipped. <laughs> what? Uh, Shrell swam for 68 days in a row <gasps> and Ring took one day off a week taking 181 days. Holy oh, shit. That is nuts. Crazy. How wrinkled were his fingers? Well, Fu, he took a day off once a week. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, once a week. Gee, that's still a long time. Know, Fuck that noise. What? So I imagine there's, there's a boat following him. I would assume so. For With safety. food. Well, oh, right. Unless he had to catch everything himself. Well, yeah, 2015. <laughs> yeah, both because they're both in 2002 and 2015. So I'm sure they had. There's a, yeah, there was a supervisor. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's weird. Why would you? <laughs> Man, not this podcast. It's good for your heart, foo. Swimming? Yeah. Yeah. And your legs. Well, yeah, you're Not right. with them gators in that river. That's true. Mm hmm. Well, that's why they had that boat. <laughs> Shoo away them gators. <laughs> <laughs> All right, foos. Well, um, I think. You know, I, did we hint that G Baby might be on the show at some point? In the last I thought few he weeks? was supposed to be on today. Yeah, yeah, I just remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'll hit him up. I'll see. I mean, you know, to be fair, he didn't hit me up. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it eventually. But uh, we need to hear more about his shenanigans. He's he's back at work, uh, doing what he does. So, um, we'll, we'll have him back on the show as a uh, recap or as a follow up with G Baby, good old G Baby. Um, now, um, let's see here. The, the foo, the foo's not on the show anymore. Is, is that just kind of, is he a featured kind of uh player now? He's a, yeah, he's a special he, He's guest. Rachel Dratch now? He's Rachel Dratch, yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he's Bobby Morton. Well, he's already on. Oh, our, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Well, foo, go fuck yourself. Okay. All right. Well, <clears throat> thank you all very much for listening to the Foo Bar Show. Thanks for hitting subscribe and remember to rate, review, and tell your friends like a freaking champion. You can always get in touch with us and get our merch at foobarshow.com. That's F-O-O-Barshow.com and search F-O-O-Barshow on YouTube, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. Ah. I've been Josie. I've been Josh. And Steph. Signing off saying... Don't be a dick!